joining us on the line from the town of Collingwood. He's in charge of marketing and economic development. We say hello to Martin Ridlow. Martin, great to have you on the line. And good morning to both of you. Well, Martin, uh, we uh, continue to applaud the town of Collingwood and the uh, really the, the the nature in which they're leading us through this COVID. And it certainly comes right down to certainly a lot of things, medical stuff for sure. But just in trying to keep our economy going and keeping us collected and unified, uh, you guys have been doing a fantastic job. Well, thank you, but I have to express appreciation to the whole um, group of people within town. That includes town staff. Uh, it includes all the frontline workers. Uh, and also includes this wonderful group of about 14 people that formed the Economic Support and Recovery Task Force that um, worked tirelessly for about six weeks to come forward with a whole bunch of recommendations. And it was really interesting. They spanned everything from sort of what you'd consider core economic stuff through to how do we make sure we support the social services that are so critical for us to have a thriving community. Now, let's just step back for a bit. It's important to talk about this because very recently the task force actually did a presentation to town. They have six action items. Uh, But I want to get a little background. Where did the task force come from? Who picked them and how did they get formed? That's a great question. So it came out of um, an idea that I think probably a number of us were going, should we get a group together? But um, I think it was really spearheaded by the CAO, the mayor, um, department heads just saying, we need to get some of our best minds together and let's see uh, what we can come up with. Um, It included four members of council, which is great because they could hear firsthand what some of the members uh, of the community were saying. Um, And then it was complemented by um, 10 uh, leaders within the broader business community. Um, And uh, those were individuals who had obviously shown real uh, leadership in the area of recovery already uh, that already expressed interest, had a, know, contacted us with ideas, um, were recognized leaders within the community, um, and uh, it included uh, Foster Williams, who's a consultant here, and that's actually worked all over the world, um, and he became the vice chair. So it was a very neat um, approach to how you structure a task force, where the mayor was the chair, and they had a member from the private sector actually vice chairing it and doing a lot of the day-to-day leadership, if you will, there, and then a wonderful group of um, staff members supporting it as well, uh, Parks and Rec, um, the clerk's office, economic development. So when you t- talk about teamwork, it was exactly that. It went so well. And, you know, we used Zoom. Uh, we had huddles. Um, and these guys worked seven days a week, I kid you not. It's excellent because it's definitely a well-rounded initiative, a well-rounded group. You're getting people on the front lines. You're getting individuals who are able to to change, um, you know, bylaws, et cetera, for anything that may need to go forward. And the the project was presented to council by the task force. That's right. They did it themselves. Um, We had six different action teams that got created early on by the team themselves. Um, and um, leaders of each of those task forces then presented to council, uh, and each of them brings their particular expertise. Action Team One uh, was led by uh, was led by John Gillum, for example, who is a data and uh, internet expert. And as you can imagine, he came up with this brilliant dashboard along with his team uh, 
that we talked about doing for years and years, but he was able to crystallize in something visual uh, that tapped into metrics that without that extra expertise, we would have really struggled to get to. Um, to me, that exemplifies exactly what happened with each of these action teams, that they actually pushed us and encouraged us to go further, yet it was building off something that in each six of those teams, we've already been talking about it. It had already built, build, been built into the draft economic development action plan. It had been built into the PRC plan, but this gave us this extra push. So in all the recommendations, it's actually furthering broader, more strategic initiatives that we had talked about. And now this gives us a chance to actually implement them. Six different action teams and, and, and very specific action plans for each one of them and uh, 35 different suggestions of things we can be doing. What, what do you think came out to you as, as the most glaring? It's like, oh my gosh, this is groundbreaking. It was interesting. It wasn't actually the action team recommendations that were the wow factor for me. For me, it was actually a chart that got presented uh, and shared uh, as part of the sixth team, which is all about coordinating and supporting social services. Um, and it's a chart um, that uh, was presented, and it's actually developed by another organization called One Mind. It's a specialist in terms of data tracking and so on. And what this chart showed is whereas our health impact from COVID is spiking or has spiked and is slowly coming down, it's going to be an undulation over the next 6, 12, 18 months. There is an inverse increase um, around issues related to psychological trauma, mental illness, economic injury, and burnout. And that second wave is the part that created this realization for everyone going, you know, as much as we can get through the health crises, we need to be thinking not only about next month or three months, but 18 months down the road where we are still going to be recovering from COVID. And it may not be the health stuff, but it may be the social stuff. It may be the economic stuff. It may be burnout and making sure that we have the social services there to support the workforce and the business leaders themselves who have gone through tremendous stress over the last three months making sure that they have the right support services there so that they can get back to business. Uh, it is, sounds so amazing when you look at the amount of work that went into this report. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I know that it's posted. I know that the presentation itself is posted on the town's YouTube channel. Can people have a look at the actual presentation? Indeed they can. If uh, they go to, go to www.collingwood.ca slash recovery, um, we have all of our business recovery resources there. And at the top is the presentation that they made um, along with the dashboard. And actually, at uh, the Strategic Initiatives Committee this Wednesday, um, there's going to be further details presented on what this team had put together, along with staff perspective in terms of how to make them happen, uh, further investigation that needs to be done. And that's another 35 or 40 page report in terms of detailing um, and presenting all of the work that they had done, but also providing some more detailed perspective again from staff. So uh, we're moving fast on it. There's a ton of work that's been dedicated to this so that we really have well thought out plans uh, and most importantly are focused on what matters most. Sounds great. Martin Ridlow, thank you so much for sharing this with us. If folks have any other questions, where should they head? Uh, the best thing is to head to callingwood.ca. Uh, if they have specific business questions or looking for specific business support, uh, we have a wonderful portal over at callingwood.ca slash recovery. 
Martin Ridlow from the town of Collingwood. Thanks for being here on Talk to the Town. And have a great day.